Welcome, welcome, welcome to Snell Nation. So, uh, what I wanted to do here is a another uh, kind of a quick, I guess you can call it a quick hit. So, uh, there's there's a lot of discussion. Actually, it was generated uh, in the summer of last year. A lot of conversation about how uh, COVID um, disproportionately impacts. Uh, blacks more than any other race, any other racial group. And we've listened to um, doc- doctors and uh, medical professionals, I'll put that in quotes, uh, drone on and on. We've heard politicians, you know, mention this over and over again, you know, how people of color are disproportionately, disproportionately impacted by COVID-19 and how they need to take priority to to the point where we had even Melinda Gates, uh, June last year, um, make a statement about how uh, blacks should be the priority when the vaccine, um, it's actually just a shot, but the vaccine uh, becomes available. And to the point where it was pushed so heavily that it just was borderline creepy. And even now, you'll still see these articles come up where they're trying to figure out how to solve um, the vaccine hesitation that exists in the minority community, predominantly blacks, because blacks are disproportionately disproportionately impacted, you know, by, by COVID. And they go on and on about it. And then when you think, you know, well, well, why? And you ask the question, well, why does it impact the black community disproportionately? And they never really have a solid answer, though they'll, they'll, some will say health disparities, health disparities, uh, racial health disparities. And like, well, what, what does that what does that even mean? <laughs> oh, so now, of course, we're in the age of everything is racist. So just, you know, having health conditions can be twisted. It, it's, it's a it's a race thing. COVID apparently is is racist. It, it donned its white hood and it's just running around, you know, because it's so intelligent. It avoids, you know, bars up until 10 p.m. Um, it knows how to navigate through restaurants. It doesn't touch you if you're eating or anything like that. But if you are black, beware, because apparently COVID is, is, is coming for you. You know, <laughs> hide your wives, hide your kids, hide you. <laughs> so it, it's something that... that it astonishes me how we have all these medical professionals. They get all this airtime and they go on and on about this. But they don't even attempt to look at different angles and try and connect the dots, provide some some concrete theories. Um, some have, but of course, those they tend to fall into that group that's shunned and ostracized and censored, which we've seen a great deal of on all platforms, on all fronts over the past year. But when you look at, uh, there's this wonderful article here called uh, COVID Deaths High When Hospitalized with Diabetes. Um, It's an article I found on um, WebMD's website under uh, Health Day Reporters. And it's it's a great study. Um, Of course, it's it's pro-vaccine, which that's fine, but it's got the data that's in there that supports their claim that those who are on insulin, um, those who are type 2 diabetic, um, have an increased uh, risk of 
fatality, of death. Um, in this case, they looked at um, a few dozen hospitals in France, a few other locations, um, and then they looked at the percentages on as far as the mortality rates, uh, which ones were on insulin, which ones were not, which ones were type 2, which ones were not. And what they found was those that were type 2, those that were um, on insulin, those were taking those that were taking insulin uh, shots, um, had a 44% uh, increased risk of death uh, from COVID. So, and that's not the only one. There's plenty of other articles, plenty of other studies that dive into um, all these contributing factors that led to someone dying, you could say, of COVID. A lot of cases you can say with COVID, but they were all counted the same anyway, but that's something else. So you have that. So now let's let's jump over to another article here titled, Why Seven Deadly Diseases Strike Blacks the Most. And it's got a list of key diseases. Some people know, some some do not know. And uh, a lot of these impact all races, but they're saying that it impacts the uh, impacts black Americans the most. And the very first one at the top of the list is diabetes. And one of their studies shows that 60% uh, well, diabetes is 60% more common in black Americans than white Americans. We're 2.5 times more likely to suffer a, li- a limb amputation, up to 5.6 times more likely to suffer kidney disease than other people with diabetes. Okay, so the uh, African Americans are impacted the most by diabetes. African Americans are impacted the most by uh, COVID or have the uh, higher risk of death due to uh, COVID. Okay. And those who are diabetics that take insulin that are type 2 have a 44% uh, increase risk of death from COVID. Now, there's some other things they got in here, of course, too. There's, uh, well, there's tobacco use. um, There's uh, heart disease. But this one focused more on diabetes. So for some reason, that's not a prime talking point or a prime discussion about dietary habits. Because I think uh, if we were to go down that route, it would open Pandora's box and it would cause people to start to ask even more questions about um, the fast food industry, about um the way marketing of those products are handled in this country. And it would also force people to take a little bit of responsibility, which is, I know that's something that, you know, we just can't do these days. Uh, When you talk about personal responsibility and accountability, people just, I guess they just uh, tighten up and uh, faint (laughs) due to uh, stress. But, um, yeah, it's it's amazing. Pretty much anything that deals with the uh, putting the onus on the individual is is shunned. Uh, is it's a, it's in that cancer culture crosshair. Um, so they can go on and on about how uh, blacks are disproportionately impacted by COVID. You know, blacks are disproportionately impacted by diabetes. Um, but they won't tie those together or or try and look for those those. Uh, those connecting pieces 
and tie it together. And maybe there's, there's a chance that your diet impacts your body's ability to properly protect itself. Maybe, you know, call me crazy, but I'm pretty sure it impacts your immune system and everything else. As they say, you are what you eat. But hey, what do I know? I, I, I don't have a medical degree. Um, I'm not a fitness uh, expert or, or anything like that. I've, I've got degrees, but none of them are in medicine. But I do know how to read and interpret uh, some pretty standard information here and find patterns. I mean, that's what I do all day. I, I look at data. I look for patterns. So this stuff is pretty obvious for just some schmo like me. So why is it that all these medical professionals that have 20, 30, 40, 50 years of medical experience and all these different degrees and, and they're published and they've got, you know, all these all these writing credentials and all this stuff behind them. And for some reason, just can't seem to explore this possibility, this uh, highly plausible possibility. So it, it's something that I just thought was interesting, something I wanted to share but, you know, please feel free to uh, leave me some of your thoughts. I'm curious as to just what, what you think. If you agree with me, if you disagree, that's fine. Leave, feel free to leave me a message. Tell me why. Or, you know, shoot me an email. That's fine, too. But um, I, I, I just find it interesting, the things that we focus on and the things that we don't. And uh, fortunately, we're, we're the, the censorship grip is starting to loosen and we're starting to see more, uh, more feedback from prominent uh, pediatricians, uh, dietitians, and uh, all those people from that field that have been shunned and censored for, for so long, for so many months. So uh, there's a lot more information out there. There are a lot more sources. Um, you, can, you can see all the, all the different angles. Of course, you have to put in the work. You have to do the research a little bit. Uh, but it's out there. So I encourage everyone, uh, as always, to do your own research, to ask questions, and understand that it's okay to say no. It's it, No is a wonderful word. It's a word that we don't use enough. And I believe, <laughs> I believe that's part of why we're where we are now is because not enough people stood firmly on their principles and used the word no enough. So with that said, uh, I'm going to get out of here. But thank you for listening in. Uh, take care. Snell Nation out.